Welcome to the podcast that transcends awareness into practice. In this season, entitled Harmony in Relationships, we will explore together the steps in the dance of relationship. Each episode builds on the one that preceded it. I present your question. Your question, I respond. Hello, this is Yolanda Kumidu. Welcome to my podcast. to the fourth ingredient um, in reaching harmony in relationships, which is communication. Every single time um, a couple calls my office that looking for therapy, and I ask, of course, what is the presenting concern, and they say communication, I really have no idea what they're talking about. Because every couple that says we have problems in communication, it means so many different things. For me, communication consists of listening, silence, and dialogue. Communication, it's very easy. That's not the problem. Is Who in us says certain things? And who in us listens or doesn't listen to what is said? Do we allow silence, pausing? Do we have time in the relationship where there is specific time to dialogue about clearing certain things that became entangled? Or is it trying to clear things as we pass each other over? Or the worst, through text. (laughs) That is one of the most serious um, problems uh, in in solving anything, in communicating. It's very interesting because email, uh, text, so many t- technological uh, ways that uh, speed up communication and make co- communication instantaneous also prevent communication, prevent listening, prevent solving problems. Isn't that an I- ironic? So... Let me start with the, when I say communication and relationship, with uh, the first aspect of communication, listening. My friends, listening is one of the most difficult, challenging skills on this planet. <laughs> um, we think we listen And we think other people listen to us. Listening involves when someone is speaking to you, for you to literally 
to stop thinking of what you're going to answer, how you're going to top the story, how you're going to solve, how you are going to respond general, and just take in. But you see, because not a lot of people at all know how to listen, because we were not listened to, not a lot of, we didn't have a lot of good role models in listening to us. So we didn't learn how to listen well. Most people, like 99.9999, <laughs> want to say their stories. They want to be listened to. We want mostly to be listened to. So listening, it's almost like wasting time in not telling our story. So we have to, um, unfortunately, embrace what it's there and why it's happening. And again, it's nobody's fault, really. Listening is, it's more than putting someone, putting yourself in someone else's shoes. By the way, that is so wrong. That is so impossible. We can never put ourselves in someone else's shoes. Each person's pain is their unique pain. We can relate based on our experience, our memory, but we can never really know how someone feels. We only know how we feel in similar situations. So listening, when, oh, <laughs> when you talk and someone says, I hear you, trust me, they don't. <laughs> they, as you were talking, they were hearing their own experience, similar experience of what you were saying. And when they say, I hear you, it means I heard myself. Are you reminded me of how I felt? So listening involves passivity, receptivity, not preparing your response, just being quiet, silent in your thoughts and opening up, just have an opening receiving what the other person is saying and holding it. Holding it. When I speak to you, and the minute I don't even get to stop talking, and you start talking, you didn't listen a word I said. Or if I do that to you, trust me, I didn't listen a word you said. What we have here is an exchange of stories. <laughs> I say my story, you say your story. <laughs> Some people just say their stories and they don't even have room. They don't leave room for the other person <laughs> to even say <laughs> one fourth of their story. So listening involves quiet, 
inside of you, if you are the listener. And just hearing the other person's words and story. You wait until they stop. And you allow pauses between. And of course it depends. I'm, I'm really referring, if someone is saying something that is very um, vulnerable, is very sensitive, is very precious to them, it's very important that they get heard at that point. I'm not talking about small talk. I'm not talking. I mean, I hope you understand that. <laughs> I'm not saying you're pausing at, at just, just uh, you know, um, um, how you say, um, uh, talking every day with people. I'm talking when it's with your partner and it's something that you have to say that is very close to your heart, is very important to be heard, or vice versa, your partner is doing that. I'm talking about those moments. First of all, you require some quiet. You cannot be on your phone and the part, your partner is talking to you <laughs> about something important. Phones cannot be involved. That's why text, communication through text, does not work. It limits both of you. It's not fair. Again, about themes that are of a special importance, of, spe of, of core themes that you need to inform each other. I'm not talking about everyday talk. So, listening means you stop, you're quiet, you pause, and then your response, your first response, is to get more information of what the person means. You want to be clear that what you heard is what the other person said. So you check. Are you saying this? Do you mean this? Or you pause and you ask for more, more details what they, what they said. So in the beginning of this episode, I said also it depends who in you is communicating, which again, it brings us back to what I said in the last episode about the personalities. We have, of course, many different parts in our personality. So if um, it depends who is present at the moment that I'm listening or that I'm speaking. So if, let's say, people go to therapy and they are told to... Um, uh, to express vulnerability. Who in you now is going to communicate vulnerability to the other? If I say to you, um, I am very hurt. I'm very hurt in what you said. And here, the therapist said communicate vulnerability. Well, this is my vulnerability. I'm very hurt. 
<laughs> so now I'm talking about the speaker. Hmm? The speaker is not communicating vulnerability, it's communicating anger. <laughs> the, 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 the anger is speaking about vulnerability. So whether you're the speaker or the listener in communicating with, with your partner, if you want to communicate vulnerability, you bring the vulnerable part of you that might say, what you just said hurt me and I need some time. I am very hurt right now. You see, that's communicating vulnerability. The vulnerable part is present. Before, it was the angry part communicating vulnerability. So in communication, you have a speaker and you have a listener. When you're a speaker, be aware who in you is speaking. When you're a listener, just be quiet. <laughs> Stop. You know, a lot of people, when they, when your partner expresses something that is difficult to them, that they went through, that especially women, I find, and that's how we are socialized. Women usually um, we like to express um, an experience, maybe to process it. And yes, we don't. We want to solve it, but as we are processing, we don't need an immediate solution right there to be solved. And men are socialized differently; they are so uh, problem solvers. <laughs> and and sometimes when I see couples, it's beyond who the the two people are, the two partners are, uh, whether it's a man and a man, or a woman and a woman, a man and a woman. It, it, it's, it's, it's beyond that, and it goes into gender. Even in homosexual relationships, one becomes more, carries more masculinity, the other carries more femininity. So it, 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 and, and it ends up being the same. So it's not about solving. Communication is not about solving. And you see, communication is how communication is done between two partners is the end result of what the relationship is about. If the relationship is already has, has withered, has died, love chiseled away, there's no way that communication would be successful because the parts that are trying to communicate, that try to listen, are so hurt. Communication is not successful because a lot of other things under the carpet that went under the carpet are not, have not been addressed for years and years and years. So at this point, what are you, communication is impossible because you, you say something, but underneath is so many open wounds, unresolved conflicts that forget about communicating. So communication involves also exploring what the past, exploring the past, what has happened before, how 
it got to this point that as a speaker, I speak about vulnerability angrily, and as a listener, you just block me and, and you don't even listen, or you, you want to solve, or you want to share your story. Again, between partners, when it's something very, very sensitive. Because you see, that's when communication skills become extremely important when you're trying to communicate something vulnerable, something tender. So, so my friends, it's never really a problem of uh, the problem in the relationship is communication. That is just the tip of the iceberg. That is just the title. It's not about communication. If you have difficulty communicating, of course, the first step is, do you know how to listen? Do you allow silence, pausing? Do you allow, the, uh, as a listener, to just take in and be curious and get more information and check about, are you clear what the speaker needs when they speak to you? Did you ask them? Do you want me to help you solve it? Do you want feedback? Do you want just to for me to listen? You, as a listener, you need to check sometimes. As a speaker, you need to communicate what you need from your listener. I want to say this just to take it off my mind, off my heart. I don't want you to say anything. I just want you to listen, which means that they want you to take and hold what they said. Some people are very, very... Um, you see, the other significant part in communication, communicating, speaking, and listening, is that first you have to connect with the other person. You have to link into the other person. You have to sense their presence to just focus only on them. If you're the listener, you just focus on the person who's talking. If you're the speaker, you just focus on what you say and your listener. You have to notice each other's presence. Because a lot of times, as a speaker, you just start talking and there's no connection with your listener. And anybody can be in front of you at that moment. That is not good speaking. <laughs> you know, usually we talk about not good listening, but also there are some points about, as a speaker, how to be a good speaker to inspire, in some ways, the other person to listen to you. So very often, very, very agitating, very, very fast speaking shows it's, 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 um, it's an indication that not enough connection has been established to begin with. And that is significant. So, so speaking, just to speak, 
okay, if that's what you need, you can speak to the wall. You don't need a listener. So if you want your listener to listen to you, you need to connect with them first. Look at them. Look at them in the eye. Face each other. Put all the, all the technology, I will turn it off. So communication is an art. Listening is an art. Speaking is an art. There are certain, there are certain um, there are certain requirements in speaking, in listening, in order to reach each other, in order to have a dialogue. You see, couples eventually establish their own communication patterns. And there is not a right pattern or a wrong pattern. As long as, as a speaker, you get to speak, feel free, comfortable, safe in speaking. As a listener, you are quiet, open, receptive. You check you expand as long as these skills, these considerations are taken into mind, are taken in, are practiced, dialogue can be established that can be profitable for both. But if the relationship is already, a lot has been accumulated, a lot of hurt has built up, do not expect that communication will be just fine. I statements and I feel and, uh, oh, is that what you feel? Those are good skills, by the way. Those are good ways. But if you're sitting on so much unresolved issues or uh, problems, no skills in communication will help you. First, some stirring has to has to happen to clear, to clear before moving on. So communication, you see communication, a lot of people think it has to be honest and express what one needs and feels. But in order for communication to be honest, one needs to feel safe. In order to express feelings, one has to know what they feel or what they need. Or sometimes by just talking, one becomes more clear of what they feel and what they need. As long as you have a good listener that holds you. You see, when we speak, basically, we just want to be seen and held. That's more important than someone's feedback to us. That's very important. If you just don't remember anything else I said today, <laughs> but if you remember this, that 
when someone is in pain, when your partner is in pain and they want to talk, it's more important for you to just see, understand what they're saying, listen to them, take them in, and hold, hold space for them. That's more important than trying to give them the answer, solve their problem, find solution to anything. That's what good communication is about. It involves listening, speaking, silence, which ends in clear dialogue. And it ends, actually, in helping you, you end such um, a dialogue At the end of such a dialogue, if you feel more connected, it's a sign that the communication was successful. Another thing I want to say is that sometimes when people say we have problem in communication, it means that they don't accept each other. It means that the relationship has reached a point that is very difficult to accept each other. And that is confused with we have lack of communication. It's not communication, it's acceptance. And in order to accept each other, think, think of what was said in the, in the previous episode, in the opposite attract episode about personalities, that if you don't understand each other's personality, if you don't understand that built in every relationship, there are points of total misunderstanding and you will never understand someone in certain points, never agree with someone, <laughs> with your partner in certain points. And if there's acceptance about that, that will help communication. Also, communication dialogue needs to happen when people, maybe they had a fight, but you wait until you calm down. No gain ever happens during communication when anger is fired up, is active. Give it up. If there's anger present, trust me when I tell you I work 40 years with couples, <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I made my mistakes as, as a therapist. Sometimes I accepted to see a couple coming into my office very angry, and the session was angry, and nothing was ac accomplished, of course. I don't care what uh, brilliant interventions I had. If there is active anger between two people, there's never listening, never silence, never solution, never clearing, never moving on. So if you want to, if you want a more um, a, a dialogue where it leaves you with more information about each other, clear information, moving on, you both have to wait until you calm down. And that's where I will hold it regarding communication.
Waiting for your feedback, questions and suggestions on the theme of communication. You can email them at awarenesssaxpodcast at gmail or you're invited to be a guest on my podcast with your questions. Until next time, yahara.